No, I don't. Not no. at all. I don't like vomit either. But I... I'll take poop and blood over vomit. Welcome to episode 44 of the Disaster Dads. We'll just uh, probably Skype or uh, add in some of the stuff that we've been talking about on Skype. And so this will be a mixed mass episode. Uh, but uh, this is your podcast where you have uh, knowledge on emergency preparedness, random stuff, dad life, uh, and conversation with good friends. My name is Eric, and I'm your host, and I am glad that you are here to join with us. You can check us out on the Twitters at Disaster Dads, on the Facebook at Disaster Dads. You can catch up Frank's mic anywhere as he rubs it against his beard. And uh, <laughs> and you can catch us on the website at DisasterDads.com. Uh, we are uh, on all of your favorite podcast podcast platforms. Rate us, like us, let us know, uh, let us know uh, how you like us and what else you'd like to hear. Uh, Happy to say that. Besides you, Frank Beards, you can Frank's you beard. can hear. Actually, that one wasn't. I was watching that time. That one didn't catch his beard, so now I don't know what the uh, the scraping noise is. But um, uh, as you can tell, uh, you can hear that we're joined by Frank, uh, Rob, and Joe. Um, the others are out for the uh, out for the evening, and we wish them the best of luck in whatever endeavor they're doing. Especially disaster, Rob. Uh, no, uh, Rob's not is right here. Robin is the one that's riding the bike for. For he's training. He's training for uh, an Ironman somewhere, Tennessee, Louisiana, one of those things that I don't even I know technically what an Ironman is, but you know sometimes when you see those things, you just block it out. If you drink an Iron City Brewing Company beer, it's basically the same thing. It's the same thing. I, if, wait, no. If, if you drink a twelve pack of Iron City in a night, I think that's an Ironman. That sound right? Maybe it's a case. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, you know what? I'll I'll try it. I'll I'll research it. I'm going to do that one. I think I think you could be correct. Um, I'll go to Hawaii and do it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's where I hear that's where they have one. Yeah. Yeah. It works out. Um, yeah. So this week, just wanted to have a short episode just to check in with everyone. Um, We've been traveling, going to be do some traveling, um, so we've been out and about and around. Uh, we're going to hear a little bit about uh, Disaster Joe and his uh, re, uh, refrigeration issues. Um, mm-hmm. He's got some stories to share there. He, uh, Hopefully that you can learn from him and, and not copy his mistakes. Uh, in the comments, uh, we'll check to see you know if anyone can guess uh, how many refrigerators he's gone through in a week. Um, <laughs> So good luck with that. And then um, we'll also just kind of chat about the need to having flexible uh, flexible schedules and planning when you do family trips. And uh, Rob will share a little bit about uh, how important that is uh, within your your planning for your, your vacations and trips that you do with the family. So, uh, But to start off with, uh, uh, Joe... Why don't you? We've talked a little bit about it offline, but why don't you share with us the endeavors? Because the listeners were here when they, um, you know, last time, if you, they will recall that you had no refrigeration and were using 
your neighbor's refrigerator and just an ice chest. That was a few weeks ago. We haven't posted for a little bit. Uh, fill them in and how the update has gone with uh, Refrigerator Gate. Insert previous audio here. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> do not order major appliances through Lowe's. They, I ordered the first refrigerator. First. At the, <laughs> huh? The first. Let's <laughs> make sure we get these in category. Wait, wait, hang, hang on, hang on. Let's, it, all right, the line is two and a half. Who's taking the over under on how many refrigerators do you order? <laughs> Anybody? I'm going, I'm, I'll go I'm three. I'll go I'll three. Go three, three and a half. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> so. We order the first one, and there's no notification that it's going to be delivered until they call me the night before and say, we're delivering your refrigerator tomorrow. And I'm like, I, I can't take off tomorrow. That is not going to happen. So I call customer service. And I say, listen, cancel it. Oh, by the way, my, my appliance guy said the one I ordered is shit. And I want to change the refrigerator. I don't want the one that I previously ordered. So I ordered refrigerator number two. Number two, about two days after I order it, that order gets canceled. All I get is an email that says, your order status has changed. Oh, okay. I don't, it doesn't say shit about canceling your order. It's only after I realize I've not heard anything that I call back. I call customer service and they're like, Oh, yeah, it's, it looks like your order's been canceled. We don't know why. Okay, well, order it again. Now we're under refrigerator order number three. <laughs> that one gets canceled oh, um, within an hour. I get the same email, so I call customer service. I was like, listen, did it get canceled? Yes, and turns out it did. So this was a low-stock item. Like, literally, there were like four of them on the In East America. Coast that were available. And so, and keep in mind, the entire time I'm doing this, I'm dealing with Lowe's customer service at like the corporate level, not at the store. store. So I was like, listen, customer service at the corporate level, you've been very friendly, but I do not have a refrigerator. So I called Lowe's in um, Sterling and they could see that I had attempted three for to order three different refrigerators. <laughs> they had no idea why none of them have had been delivered except for the first one, which I didn't want. So I placed refrigerator in order. Number four. Congratulations, <laughs> Frank. Damn. <laughs> and well, and listen, so the story gets more bullshittier. So, I was told five to seven business days because it's coming from a warehouse in North Carolina. Fine. I'll be at the beach. I don't care. The earliest I can accept delivery of this fridge is the 25th of June, which was yes, which was what Sunday, right? Mm -hmm. Or the yeah. 24th. Yes. Yeah. Sunday. Right. Saturday. I can take it. I can take it Sunday. I'm coming back Saturday. I'll take it Sunday. The woman's like, great. I'll put it in the notes. We'll try to set up a Sunday or Monday delivery. I don't hear anything. I call Lowe's Sunday night to see what the heck's up with my refrigerator. I talked to one woman and she says, oh yeah, it's in the store here in Sterling, but the earliest we can deliver it is the 30th. And I'm like, 
What? You you could deliver it on Sunday from North Carolina, but you can't deliver it until next week from five minutes away. Yeah. I'm like, you. so if I rent, if I go over to Home Depot and rent one of their trucks, I can come over to Lowe's and just load it up. I was like, that's some bullshit. So uh, actually, no, I, I don't think you can do that. I think you like <clears throat> break the time space continuum. If you take a Home Depot truck into Lowe's, there, there's, well, there's serious ethics violations there. Yeah. There's also some serious ethics violations. If I like go in there and go postal, <laughs> um, I got my refrigerator yesterday. I think they call that going depot now. I don't know. <laughs> oh. I got my fourth refrigerator yesterday. It's lovely. I mean, yeah. it's everything I could have wanted in a refrigerator. It keeps my cold, my food cold. Um, I mean, I don't know what else you would want in a refrigerator except prevention of salmonella and other foodborne illness. Not an so, oven. I want my refrigerator not to be an oven. Yeah, my last one was in the like mid sixties. Yeah. Can you put perfect can you put for ma- a fall? Perfect for a fall day. Not good for leftovers. Can you put magnets on it? Or did you get one of those? You know what? You know, I can't you know, no, 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 no. You know what? I went on, when I ordered the this the what became my current fridge online. It says in one of like the question and answers, non magnetic front. And I'm thinking, great. I actually do not like all the whatever. You know, the kids' pictures are cool, but uh, I don't. But I don't really like. It's clutter. I don't like clutter. So. I get home, and what is all over the front of my refrigerator? Magnets. They lied. So, this whole thing. Or or it's radioactive. Or, yeah, Uh, right. Or they're all super glued up there right now. (laughs) Now, did you get the refrigerator with the the see through panel and the touch screen and whatever else? Oh, my God. I saw it the other day. uh, That looks awesome. My mother in law has the kind. Awesome. Yeah, and she's got the kind that has like the beverage door. Yeah, the double handle. The, the double, yeah. The Samsung. Yeah, I lobbied yes. for that one and lost. So like, you can open a little micro door yeah. and just reach in for beverages and salad dressing and whatever. So, those are cool. We now join the following program already in progress. Yeah, your beard. You lost my mic again. Oh, there we go. There it is. There we back. Well, he's got a phobia now. He doesn't want to hold the mic too close to his beard because it's going to scratch. You're killing the poor guy. Well, someone has to fill in for Dan, who's not here. So, Speak louder, Frank. Not too close to the microphone. We can hear your beard. No, I can't hear you, Frank. Frank, your beard. What, Frank? It's because we care. That's why. (laughs) But... um... So I guess Joe's not going to talk about it. Joe's not going to talk he's, about he's, it. He's so that irate we will, about it. We will try to figure out. We'll splice something mm-hmm. in, and I'll see if I can do that. Uh, so this episode may be highly entertaining with that. Right, it's either Joe's going to talk about a refrigerator or about poop. I'll have to decide what I have him talk about. <laughs> so, dear listeners, there's a lot that happens off air. If anyone wants, I've got... Uh, you guys only get the low lights. Yeah, I got right. gigabytes of data that I can share with you. Just, you know... Uh, send me a message at Disaster Dads, and I'll be sure to uh, send you. Ooh, new contest! Uh, send a message to at Disaster Dads, and I will reply with uh, just random clip from the uh, unaired, um, unaired audio from episodes going back forty-four episodes. Oh my God, I'm going to play that. Because that could be fun. <laughs> I'll have Members to... of actual Disaster Dads may not apply. Damn it. <laughs> I... We'll find the gift that best matches it all. 
if I or maybe I'm, I might do that on the plane ride this weekend. <laughs> Get that together. Just send out B-roll. <laughs> that could be fun. Uh, well, since uh, Joe's, for some reason, now that we actually start the recording, he turns into podcast Joe, which is a little more quiet, reserved. Mostly quiet. And uh, distracted by technology. Uh, we'll step into the other form. You sound like my wife. <laughs> okay. At least Joe, Facebook, Joe, you're freezing up. At least Facebook doesn't try to uh, name you Dan. So that is true. You have that going for you. Joe's uh, frozen up. Joe, stay on my wing. I'll bring you in. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay, Cougar. <laughs> Good. Good. Merlin's gotcha. Um. So. Yeah, briefly, we just wanted, you know, we've talked about uh, how this summer we wanted to have the Summer of Dad and go out, do some different, you know, share some of your stories, share some of your, your highlights of your time with your family, uh, how the planning went, how that all went for you. And and uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, Rob was talking about um, going on a uh, uh, overnight camping trip with the family. Um, but some of those kind of things you have to make sure that you have extra plan, you know, alternate plans in place to kind of deal with, you know, if something unforeseen happens. And so, uh, I don't think you wanted to, but you did have something lined up and then you ended up having to go to plan B or C, right, Rob? Yeah. So plan A was a, a multi-night camping trip, uh, up into Western Maryland. Uh, at the time we did not have a, a plan B until the day of <clears throat> what happened was, we were going to go on a multi-night camping trip up to Maryland, and we checked the weather, and our neighbor checked the weather and gave us a heads up that it looked kind of rainy for where we were going to be staying for the weekend. And it uh, turns out it was going to be torrential rains <laughs> on Friday. Actually, we were going to drive up Thursday, stay Thursday night through Saturday, and it was going to be torrential rains with thunderstorms Thursday night through Friday. Um, I'm going to give you a scenario. Take a four-year-old daughter who hates thunderstorms and put her in a tent. Let me know how that ends for you. I can see the future and it does not end well. Um, (laughs) So this is Thursday as we're getting everything together, checking our checklist and and packing for the camping trip. And our neighbor says, uh, weather's not looking great. So we checked multiple weather outlets, weather channel, national weather service, what have you. And yeah, torrential rains for all of Friday. Uh, does not bode well when your bed is in a tent in the woods. Yeah. So we quickly freaked out, uh, and then had a quick family, uh, meeting and went to our plan B. We realized camping wasn't going to work. Um, so we looked at some other weekend trips we want to do. Now this is where the, the, perfection comes in my wife and i sat down one night and you know we, we saw other families doing different things and, and we're like wow we we want to do more the kids are getting older we, we got a little more freedom now let's let's give them some adventure let's have some fun with them um so we so we just rattle off like what where's some places we want to go for either a weekend a day trip uh what have you and we talked to areas around virginia maryland up into pennsylvania so we looked at the weather Call the kids together after our minor freak out and we're like, camping is not probably not the best idea now. So we're thinking let's go to 
Richmond in Virginia, uh, which has a, a great science museum, a great kids museum. The, the Children's Museum of Richmond is an excellent, you know, several hours to let the kids just take off and run free. Is that the uh, one so with the air hockey table? The air hockey table. I know there's a museum in Richmond that has like a robot air hockey table. Uh, that is the Science Museum. Ah, the the, okay. the Vir- Virginia Science Center, Vir- Virginia Science Museum. They're, they're right next door to each other. They're literally right next door. So we did one one day and one the next day. Uh, there's those two museums. There's a amazing botanical garden down there. And this is all stuff we looked at. So thankfully, my wife and I had this conversation of, hey, what's some places we want to go with the kids? And, and we had this list already set up. So once we calmed down of realizing that, okay, this trip has, our original idea has hit hit rock bottom. We, we got to fix this. That's when we went to our list and opened up the map. We told the kids, like, camp is not going to work. We're going to go here. They've got X, Y, and Z. We're going to see those. How does that sound? And the kids, we caught them in a good mood. We're both fine <laughs> with it. They, you know, we were still going away for the weekend, whatever. Um, and, you know, we we unpacked what we had packed in the car and, and turned around, and we, we didn't really have to repack anything, like, clothes-wise. just a matter of, you know, we didn't need to pack food because we're staying in a hotel, so... It was just got, throw a couple suitcases in the car, and, and we were good. Now, you um, should have so, packed all the food and just eaten those meals in the hotel. Correct. But we did. We Pull out the, the camping the, stove. Oh, the snack bag definitely got packed and, and devoured. Um, but so we ended up in Richmond and, and had a good time there. We did two museums. We did the uh, a, a amazing botanical garden. If, if gardens or, or any kind of nature is your, your thing... Um, that's definitely a sight to see. It's, uh, has a great butterfly enclosure, uh, to go wander around and explore. Uh, it's, it's humid and very warm, so you're not going to stay too long. Uh, but there are some sites there and it, and it turned out well, you know, we, we pretty much got a hotel on the fly. We weren't in downtown Richmond by the sites. We were a 10 minute drive. So, you know, not a Total downer. No. Um, did you do the, the drive-in highlight? motel I sent you? We did not do the drive-in oh. motel. We also did not do the Motel 6. So uh, <laughs> I appreciate the recommendations, but we got something a little nicer uh, just outside of, of the city limits. But um, So regardless, we didn't go camping. We ended up in, you know, pulling to Plan B and uh, heading down to, to Richmond. The other highlight of Richmond that I didn't get to, which all of you will appreciate, and I think a lot of our listeners will, is Richmond is a hotbed of breweries. So I highly recommend getting down there and and taking in some of those. Uh, we did go to, we ended up going to a brewery Thursday night for dinner, very kid friendly, had food trucks, uh, lots of picnic areas, bocce, cornhole, what have you. Bocce. So, I haven't played bocce ball for a while. Yeah, they they had. They had a serious court set up. Yeah. Like it wasn't just like open field. It was, they had four by fours basically make blocking out this long rectangle. Like you actually got into the court, like walked into, into these four by four squares. It was, it was nice looking. See, I played a long time ago because there used to be like a bocce, bocce court next to where I played kickball. And then I didn't play for a long time. And then one of my, uh, one of the intensives for grad school, the place they took us out to dinner had a bocce court with the dinner and 
uh, it, I forgot how much fun it could be. It that's a yeah. highly entertaining, yep. like, slow, slow, fast paced. I don't know. It was a fun. It was a fun, fun match. Yeah. So, so basically, the the the, the learning experience we had out of this is the conversation my wife and I had of what are some things we want to do over the summer, whether it's a day, two days, a weekend, or, you know, the week's long vacation. And so when something crazy like this comes up of camping is not going to work or, or X trip is not going to work. You know, we had a list. We just popped open the map and it was like, where did we say we wanted to go? when we sat down in the spring and we were able to pinpoint something and it was a two hour drive from, from where we were plenty of time to, uh, I actually think we had the hotel booked before we left the house, but still a two hour drive, you can get a hotel and scope out what's going on. You know, we had dinner planned out for Thursday. We, we had the museum scoped out and admission prices and, and everything already on on the drive down we were able to talk about that and uh you know kids were on board with it and everything so so it goes to say while you may not want to have that what's going to be our summer bucket list type of thing conversation it actually is kind of useful Uh, if something something comes up something changes you have an unexpected you know weekend that you're able to do something it's it's good to maybe have some ideas of what would interest the kids and what you could go do well yeah and and the fun part is you know you sit down you know, open a couple of beers, open a bottle of wine, sit down with your significant other, and be like, what's some fun things you want to do this summer? You know, it doesn't matter how simple or crazy they are. You know, for us in the D.C. area, we have the Smithsonian at, you know, at the mall. We, You know, you want to hit all those in the, in the midst of a summer, fine. Whatever the crazy idea it is, put it on the list. You know, maybe it's going to get pulled out when your original plan gets rained out. Yeah. Uh, have some fun with it speaking of uh i have not done some of the museums downtown for quite a while and so we did uh uh natural history museum this weekend and did there's a butterfly if you have kids interested in butterflies there's a butterfly pavilion you it was awesome had a little butterfly land on me uh and the girls weren't totally terrified of the butterflies flapping around them so fun there could be fun adventures in your own backyard no matter where you are um, yeah, just a heads up. That Smithsonian one, isn't that? That's an extra ticket. The museum a, it's is a free, ticket. yeah. And then you pay extra to go through that yeah, it's butterfly a, it's, pavilion. But it's totally worth it. That's it's totally awesome. worth it. It's like that's a timed a, entry thing. Yeah, and that's the same thing we did at at this museum and or at the uh, garden in Richmond. Yeah. Uh, you know, they have this gigantic glass pavilion. Is basically a greenhouse, and the center part is the the butterfly garden. It it sounds hokey. It sounds. But it's amazing. I mean, these things, those butterflies are daring. They will buzz your head yes. without a problem. Apparently, they're quite protective of certain flower zones. Yeah. Um, but I just forgotten how many people are down there at the DC Mall. I mean, because I just never go there, and it was there were there were lots lots of people to deal with, uh, especially because yeah. I, I didn't realize it at the time. I was like, why are some of the road blocked off? It was the Pride Parade was going on down there too. So there was a. Well, I broke a cardinal rule and went down when there was a special event going on in downtown. Oh, I know. yeah. I wasn't paying attention. Um, well, Stay awesome. away this week. It's the, uh, what is it this week? The Folklife Festival? Probably, yes, so, actually. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. They're setting up the porta potties for that. Yeah, um, stay away this weekend. 
but week. it just it just goes to show you know be flexible remember if it's not going to be fun there's no reason to do it you know it, you're building memories with yourself and with your kids uh you know take if you take a hit on a hotel reservation or something, just do it because it's not worth yeah. the, the hassle or the headache that may come with uh, an unenjoyable trip or an enjoyable experience. So um, I'm glad it all worked out. I'm glad you you know yeah. had your plan ahead. Um, you know, in in preparation for this, we're kind of looking around. I was trying to think. We haven't really had like one go totally south other than the uh, the Easter everyone getting sick one, and we had to just cut it short a day or two. <laughs> yeah. That was that's kind of the only one we've had, but it was also one of those situations where, you know, no one's no one's enjoying it. We're away from home and you're sick. That's no fun. And so um, that uh, um, you know, just take your take your licks, get it, and just go home where everyone's gonna be comfortable or whatever. So that's the only one we've had. I haven't really had anything else like that. Um, but I did try to Google some. You know, there's plenty there's plenty of highly entertaining stories. In Frank's defense, that one was Rob. That wasn't Frank. Uh, Sorry, nah, I'm moving around. <laughs> um, I'm going mobile. There are plenty of um, highly entertaining stories out there, and we'll put in the show notes um, some uh, some e cards, which is my go-to for any sort of uh, holiday card or anything because it's last minute, and I can send it in an email. Um, they had a bunch of users submit some of their worst family travel stories or things like that. And then they uh, put them to um, gifts of uh, the Griswolds vacation. So nice. that's high, it's highly entertaining. So um, uh, I'll be sure to put that in the show notes. So you can, yeah. you can look that and, and just realize, you know, your trip may not have been great, but there are people that had a worse trip than you. So, uh, so enjoy all yeah. of that. And, and I'm not saying, you know, every trip you take, is not going to be perfect. There's going to be moments our biggest thing with traveling with the kids is sleeping in the hotels and our, our kids like their space, their own rooms, how they chill out and everything. Um, so you, now, now you put all four of us into two Small space. queen size beds and it's, it's circus time. Um, but <laughs> between it's yeah. So we, we've traveled to Chicago, Boston, there's somewhere else in there, and then now th- this most recent trip, and they have gotten progressively better, and it's it's partly them adjusting and them getting older, and it's a lot of it's a lot of us adjusting to. Yeah, we're gonna have to go to bed at eight thirty nine o'clock. Um, and what we did this last trip um, was just, and you know, rightly so, we were we we're kind of worn out, you know, a little tired out. Um, we just put on the Food Network and and we watched Chopped or uh, I'm not I'm not even gonna whatever show was you know we we watched that we just chilled out and watched that for an hour and that calmed everybody down and the kids got oddly very invested into Chopped they thought that oh, was really? funny with uh, what's gonna come out of the basket uh, a lot of stuff we had to Google of of what is you know eggplant shavings or, or whatever it was, <laughs> whatever weird thing they had. Uh, beet would... syrup. Um, but they got into chop. They, and, but it was a, it was very good to just turn off as many lights as you can in the hotel. You got the glow of the TV and just everybody relaxes. And that worked out well. I mean, you know, the kids kids were out. They, they slept great um, once they were asleep yeah. uh, this go-round. 
Um, it is a, it was a far cry from our trip to Chicago where the trip itself was amazing. It, it was for my sister-in-law's wedding, but my daughter was at an age where she was kind of ready for the bed, but maybe not quite. So we got the pack and play and she climbed out of it and was jumping on the bed. No, I want to sleep on this bed. No, I want to sleep on the other bed. And it was just, you know, monkeys in a circus jumping around. Um, we have made leaps and bounds progress since then. <laughs> yeah. So. I was going to say, Frank, yours are older. Have they transitioned to be good, uh, good travel folks, travel kids? Yeah, they're not bad. They uh, they love flying on a plane, so they're old hats at that, and they, they're they fine on the plane. They're fine getting through security and stuff like that, and so they just go with the flow. Um, they share beds well? N- no, they will not sleep in the same bed. Oh, yeah? No, uh, they, yeah, they'd kill each other. <laughs> yeah. So, so. so what tricks do you have for, for getting them, like, at the end of the day after, you know, vacation day, whatever, events – use kind of the same idea of just like let's throw the tv on and, and zone out to that and mellow yeah, out. we usually throw them in the bathtub give them a bath let them relax for a little bit and then um put on something on tv um okay. i think we were somewhere once and the, um there was no kids channels on the tv um so i happened to be flipping through the channels and caught the fresh prince of bel-air so they were watching oh, nice. that <laughs> yeah and then a couple weeks later my little one was watching uh was slipping through the channels with me and he saw um, men in black and he's like, wait, that's the guy from fresh Prince. <laughs> fresh Prince daddy. <laughs> so yeah, but we'll just throw on the TV like you do and just, just kind of yeah. chill. And then, you know, the next morning get up and leisurely, unless we got to go somewhere, we've got time tickets or something like that to leisurely get up, right. grab breakfast, something like that. Yeah. I don't- yeah. We, uh, the, the, the channel selection was limited in this hotel. So Food Network um, was the best we had. I'm trying to think what else. P- they, they had PBS, so we were able to throw that on in the morning while they were bouncing around doing whatever before we, we got ready to go. Um, again, we were only there two nights, so not, not really a big transition as far as the adults were concerned. But, yeah, um, yeah we were, they, they did well this trip, and, and they definitely did well. Switching from switching gears from going camping to, to hotel life for for a couple of days. Yeah, that's good. And I think too the the, the when your kids are older, um, you know you're not putting them in strollers or anything like that. So they're walking around, they're participating in things, and they get tired. And by the end of the day, they're just beat. Mm-hmm. So you'll have to do a little backyard camping, Rob, to make sure to get the camping experience in since they got flooded out. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get another one in, whether it's one night or, um, you know, we do another multi-night one. Uh, we'll probably wait for the fall since it's starting to get hot now. But <laughs> we'll figure something out. So, Good. Joe, you guys had you guys haven't probably done too many all-family trips yet. People come to you still, don't they? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, we just went to Florida for a week. That's true. I don't even know. I mean, and that was fine. Brendan hated the beach. We were there for 15 minutes and we never went back. <laughs> a whole week we just sat at the pool. So. But that's, you know, but that's something to keep, like, um, you know, when we've gone to the beach or whatever, 
it's not me it's it's hillary she has like lists of things that are in the area so like one day it did rain out so we couldn't really go to the beach or couldn't really go do the pool at the at the house that we were renting but you know we had lists of where the aquarium was or go to like the lighthouse or different things so having that list for those kind of things um are good backup plans as well um so you probably oh, yeah i mean we still one of those things too we still had did some the space center which was awesome um and uh spent father's day at a winery and a car show so that was cool but uh yeah i mean otherwise we just hung out in the pool and guess what ain't a bad life swimming in a pool all week no so that sounds fine yep as long as i got enough of my spf 100 i am good to go yeah yeah man i went out and bought a bought a a swim shirt because i'm like my pale Irish ass can't handle the sun for a week in Florida. <laughs> nope, I have multiple, multiple different swim shirts to wear. Cycle through them. Yep. Pretty much one of the best inventions ever. And, yeah, for real. And they've got they have a strong enough weave that I don't go all. Uh, um, oh shoot, Robin Williams, and I don't have the hair poking out through the shirt like he used to. <laughs> yeah, this is why I'm the, so. You ever I see some of the so interviews glad. with him? He's got like the hairs like poking out. No, Yikes. no, no one else no. can't say that I have. I'm the no. detail-oriented one here. Come on. Apparently so. But. I'm just glad I got my mom's Italian jeans from that side of the family when it comes to sun tanning. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I, I freckled. Mostly everything else is Irish. Yeah. No, I am not a. I'm not a tanner. Um. Sorry, I'm trying to see if I can pull up. You get a lot of interesting stuff when you uh, Google Robin, Robin Williams Harry. Oh boy! I'm not. No, <laughs> do not do not share that. I'll leave that to you. <clears throat> so back back to your other comment of having the list of events to where where you're going. That's it. If you're going somewhere for a week, I mean, research as much as you can on aquariums and other points of interest and anything possible especially if you're going with a large group um you know we're heading down the outer banks in july with, with family and, and we've already got the list going of of different sites and and things to see and it's basically like you want to go here let's let's do this you know it's it's all or, all or nothing or, or you know whoever wants to go bus is leaving let's go see this so it's, it's definitely good to break everything up and uh, keep everybody happy on vacation. No, that's a good call. That is a good call. Um, yeah. Anyone else have any? I mean, we just wanted to do a check-in, see how things go, share some of our planning stories. I think a lot of episodes in the future are going to be quick check-ins on how it's still surviving it's just getting to the i mean i don't know like between work and like holiday or not holiday but summer family travel and all those kind of activities visitors people coming in uh for some reason it's uh it'll we're still we still gonna get together we're still gonna we're still gonna check in listeners you're gonna get a little bit less we you know we'll we'll tell you about our says here we've been talking for a really long time but you know, disaster really Joe had to rebuild his computer for part of that. So, yeah, his his computer came with his refrigerator. 
So if, uh, if you're <laughs> able to get the refrigerator story in on that, you'll you'll get the whole story. Uh, that and we talked about poop for like 20 minutes off air, so thought we probably shouldn't share that with you. Yeah, wish I wish why. I could have missed that one. <laughs> just Google, just Google Australian man constipated. Your life will never be the same. Either that, or I didn't know there's such a thing as a phobia from toilets. So, uh, if oh yeah, if you can hold your bowels for eight weeks, more power to you. But that's probably not healthy, according to this story. Well, I know it's not healthy. Killed her, but because <laughs> someone died. Yeah. Anyways, well, gentlemen, as always, fun to talk with you. Pleasure to yep. have you on. Um, uh, listeners, make sure to collect. Uh, Connect with us on Twitter at Disaster Dads, on the Facebook at Disaster Dads, on the website at DisasterDads.com. Uh, and um, uh, share us with your friends and rate us and like us and um, uh, listen to us as many times as you can. So And share your ideas, what you're looking for. We we actually can do research and do like yeah. deep dive episodes. Uh, you know, uh, after 44 episodes of an unpaid podcast, we just actually like to talk to each other too. So you're going to get a lot of those. But, and... Um, and don't don't forget. Tell us what you're doing this summer, whether it's rained out or not, and what your plans are at uh, yep. using the hashtag Summer of Dad. Yep. Get your little Summer of Dad going, uh, and let us know if you're going to be doing a uh, a GPS GPSless uh, holiday or why do I keep calling it a holiday? GPS. What are you talking about? Trip. Yeah. The, the are you are you British? Don't they? What? The map only trip. The no GPS. Oh yeah, no GPS. Okay. GPS list is what I was trying to say, but it sounds stupid. So that's sound, no yeah. GPS sounds no much GPS. better. No GPS. See, this is why we the hive mind always works better. So the no GPS trip, if you're going to do one of those, let us know where you're going and how it worked out. So and uh, send pictures of your maps. Uh, with that, we panic so you don't have to. And thanks everyone. Bye. <laughs>